changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark back from vacation and ready to share some great news stories with you for 2018. These stories will give you ideas for new things that you can try and positive changes that you can make in your life at this fresh start time of year. So our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Step Outside Your Comfort Zone, is perfect for this because it's all about positive change. And it's not only about doing daring new things like skydiving or changing careers or talking to strangers at a party, but it's also about overcoming fears, even phobias, those things that are holding you back. So if you have a fear that is holding you back or you know someone who has one, you'll want to hear these two stories. The first one by Connie Brown is a classic phobia story. Connie had a debilitating fear of sharks, and that kept her from even going swimming. She wasn't sure where this phobia came from, but it had put a damper on her activities for years. She grew up in Southern California, so you can imagine how bad it was to be afraid to go in the water. She would go to parties on the beach, and she would spend the entire time fearing that a tidal wave would materialize and toss her into the ocean where the sharks were going to get her. And she had constant nightmares about sharks. Her phobia was so bad that she couldn't even look at a cartoon shark on television. And when she was a kid, she even had an accident in the hallway at her grandmother's house because she couldn't make herself go into the bathroom where there was a copy of a National Geographic issue about sharks. So that fear dominated Connie's life for years. And then she met some people who told her about the benefits of confronting her fears, of stepping right into her discomfort zone. So Connie, without even knowing what it was called, started to practice cognitive behavioral therapy on herself. She started small, which is the right way to do it. When she saw a picture of a shark on a billboard or a magazine cover, she made herself count to 10 before looking away from the picture. And when she had mastered that, she moved on to forcing herself to watch videos about sharks. And then she started reading articles about people surviving encounters with sharks and getting back in the water even if they had been bitten. She went to SeaWorld and she made herself pet the nurse sharks, which are not very scary sharks, but at least they're still called sharks. The biggest step, though, came in September last year. Connie and her husband went on vacation to Mexico, and they booked a catamaran excursion that included snorkeling in the open ocean, and Connie did it. It took her forever to jump off the boat into the water, but she did it. And once she was in the water, she overcame her fear, and she actually enjoyed herself looking at all those beautiful fish. So overcoming this phobia has changed Connie's life in many areas, because now every time she faces a challenge, whether it's in business or her family or anywhere else, Connie just thinks, if I can snorkel in the open ocean, I can do anything. So I mentioned cognitive behavioral therapy when I talked about Connie's story. That's that method that many therapists use to help people overcome phobias or fears, and it works by gradually exposing yourself to more and more of whatever it is that you're afraid of. So I loved another story that we had in our Step Outside Your Comfort Zone book. 
It's by Lorraine Lush, who goes by the author name L.M. Lush. And I got to talk to her recently about her story. But now I'm going to let her tell you how it all started. Well, I was on my way to Vermont, and I was on the Taconic State Parkway in New York. And just before my favorite diner, the last exit on the highway, I passed out briefly. And I came too quickly. I was still driving uh, in my lane, and I was still doing 55 miles an hour. And I pulled off at the exit, and when uh, I got to the diner, I had a full-blown panic attack. That was the end of Lorraine's trip north. She just wanted to get home. So she turned around, and she drove the two hours home. I asked her, how had this all started? How did she suddenly develop this fear of driving? Well, just before that trip, um, I ended an abusive relationship that I had been in for almost three years. And I, as soon as I left that relationship, when, when I walked out the door, uh, I was out of a home and I was out of a job. And so the only thing I could do at the time was move back in with my parents. And it took a few months, but I was feeling much better and much stronger. And one day I just decided to take the trip to Vermont when I had my mishap. And out of nowhere, um, I, I realized I, I had a terrible fear of driving, and I couldn't drive for the next year and a half. This was bad. Lorraine needed a catalyst to get her back on her feet. She needed something that would get her out of the house, and she says she's actually glad that she became ill. She was ill with something that wasn't easy to diagnose, and so she had to see doctor after doctor, which meant trip after trip outside of the house. The only thing is it didn't get her back behind the wheel because her father was driving her to all the appointments. Well, my father was driving me everywhere, and after I'd become ill, uh, there were a lot of doctor's appointments. So um, it, it just became a daily thing for him. And after a while, he realized I was not getting over my problem, and he was enabling me. And one day he just said he couldn't enable me any longer, and he couldn't be my chauffeur any longer. And I had to do something to get over my fear. Lorraine really wanted to get better, so she started searching for phobia clinics, and she found one, and she talked to one of the doctors on the phone, and he said she should definitely come to their once-a-week support group, but that meant driving, and her dad wasn't going to drive her anymore, so she told the doctor she couldn't drive to the support group that was supposed to help her overcome her fear of driving, and she said, I'm sorry, I can't go to it, and she hung up, but then when she told her father... Her father turned into her in-house therapist, and he very wisely used cognitive behavioral therapy, which really works and which you can do yourself, and Lorraine is going to tell you how that worked. Well, as soon as I got off the phone with the hospital, I went out and I told my father what happened, and he went right into action. He stood up, reached in his pocket, and handed me his keys, and he said, here, go for a drive. Drive up and down the driveway. Drive to High Street and back. When you can do that, drive around the block. And when you, that is comfortable for you, then drive to the grocery store, the library, the post office. And just keep going every day. And, and when you can get onto the highway, get off the first exit and come home. Then do that again the next day and push for the second exit. And every day you just keep pushing yourself to go a little bit farther and farther, and eventually you'll be able to make it to White Plains. So within a few days, Lorraine was driving up and down the driveway to High Street and back and to the end of the road. And four months later, she was able to drive herself to that phobia support group at White Plains Hospital. 
She says that her world became bigger and bigger as she overcame her fear of driving, and she was so much happier. And then finally, it was time for one big drive. So I got up early one morning and decided to go for a drive. And three hours later, I called my father and said, guess what, Pop? I'm in Vermont. It was a triumphant moment, but I knew that I was not cured. Because even today, I still can drive to places unknown, and it still causes me anxiety. But I learned coping mechanisms at the White Plains Hospital that I use all the time. I still use them today, so many years later. And while I still face anxiety issues in the car, those coping mechanisms will get me through it every time. So I asked Lorraine what she learned from all of this. From my father, I learned the greatest lesson of life. When you tell yourself you can't, you can't. But when you tell yourself you can, you can do anything you set your mind to. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. And please make sure that you subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts so that each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your phone. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Step Outside Your Comfort Zone, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com. And you can look at the list of tips from it by clicking on the podcast button. You can also pick up a copy for yourself at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, your local independent bookstore. You can find it at Walmart, Rite Aid, Target, Kroger, Amazon, Chapters Indigo, Costco Canada, and wherever else you get books. Come back for our next episode to hear from Courtney Maroc. She's one of our writers who specializes in scary things, and she actually has a radio show about haunted houses and the paranormal. She's going to tell us how she got a national radio show just by asking. <laughs>